Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, a lot of people road tripping at the moment, including this lady that we're about to go to, an absolute legend. In fact, a standing O in the man cave, the sound of two hands clapping. Nerida Stewart, the coach of the Australian men's netball team. Good morning and welcome to Saturdays on the Coast. Good morning, fellas. I'm uh, listening to that conversation about Spain and uh, I think maybe I might wish I was in Spain right now where it's nice and warm because... It is bitterly cold in Orange this you could you, you couldn't be any further away from Spain than where you are right now. <laughs> I'm very jealous. It's very, very cold here, very brisk. And it's, it's going to sound terrible from a sports host, but when you said Andorra, all I could think of was the show Bewitched. <laughs> and it was the it was the grandmother. The grandmother, yes. The grandmother yeah, from hell. That's true, I remember. Oh. I remember. She <laughs> was a wicked grandmother. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Hey, what's happening in Orange? What's on out there? Uh, so we've come out to watch my youngest son play in the Rugby Union uh, state, state and Country Championships. It's combined. So we're out here for three days um, watching some young juniors run around the very icy paddock. I'm, I wouldn't want to be doing it. So. Yeah, we're we're going to talk about Suncorp Super Netball, but I've got to say those kind of weekends are the ones that you treasure forever. They're unforgettable. You're away with the team. Uh, normally there's a couple of great pubs in town. I dare yeah. say Orange... There'd be a pub on every corner, and you're just going to have a fabulous weekend. I'm sure I'll find where those pubs are, <laughs> along, with, <laughs> along with where those uh, coffee shops are. But, I, look, going out to the country for sporting competitions, the country towns just put it on. Like They really turn it on, and um, it's, it is it's such a fantastic weekend, and there's a good atmosphere, and just wandering around. You can see people everywhere at the moment um, in all their colours, which is great. Um, so, yeah, it'll be a good weekend. Be happy to get the games kicking off pretty soon. Yeah, and too often I think sometimes they take these events, they take them to the city, so they're held like at Sydney Olympic Park, and we, we all love that, we understand about the infrastructure, yep. but once upon a time they used to be played in these smaller areas, yep. and, they, and they reinvigorate the town. Uh, mate, and it's something that Oztag do so well, and you know, we've got seven tournaments up in Coffs Harbour this year. Um, and it's you know it's such a great place to go to. Uh, people really look forward to it uh, in terms of you know players, parents, supporters. They love going up there. It's just it's the hub of Oztag, and you know it does. It brings so much to the community, and I have no doubt that you know the people of Orange Orange will be thriving uh, this long weekend with uh, all the rugby championships going on there. Now I know you want to talk netball, but how do you feel? How will the Central Coast team go in this tournament? And wouldn't it be incredible if some of the players make a state side at the end of it? Yeah, look, they they make sure they choose some country sides for the older age bracket, so that would be fantastic. And I think the last time, and I'm not meaning to you know brag about the family a little bit, but I will I will brag about the family a little bit. But last time we won the Central Coast one state state chance, which is a big one. That's the one against all the Sydney Sydney sides. Was back in 2014 where my husband was the coach Aye. and my son was the, the captain, and um, they won both country and state that weekend. So. Um, it's uh, we're reliving the moment, and we're actually playing on on the Max Stewart Oval, which is where 
um, which is my son's name. <laughs> oh, wow. Now, what are the chances of that? All the synergies. It might be a good omen, I think. <laughs> the planets have aligned. Hey, hey, your daughter plays too, doesn't she? And she's uh, very talented. Yeah, Hannah, Hannah plays rugby. She's actually off to Tamworth this weekend for the senior country championship. So we've just dropped her off at the... At the, uh, we dropped her off at the station yesterday, and and she's travelling up there and playing for the weekend. So she's um, looking forward to that as well. I thought you were going to say you dropped her off at the crossroads, like the blues <laughs> legend Robert Johnson uh, used to sing about. She was at the crossroads. Hey, uh, Suncorp Super Netball. I was at the game last week. Swifts versus West Coast Fever. Phenomenal game, and one of the most enjoyable I've seen for some time. Swifts down by nine at half time. They storm back yeah. into it. Helen Housby. She has a chance late in the game. In fact, the way it unfolded, Sophie Fawns, this incredible teenager from Wagga, could have taken the one. Instead, they pass out to take a two-shot. Helen Housby misses, and the Swiss go down. So Sophie Fawns could have taken the game to overtime. She had a sitter. Uh, what are your thoughts, and what a thrilling game? Look, first of all, I mean, the, the games across the board in the last couple of weeks have been absolutely phenomenal. Like, one-point games everywhere, mm. people fighting tooth and nail to get a spot, and it's been like that for the last probably four weeks, everyone really fighting to nail that top four. But, yeah, it was, it was a cracker. I always thought that the Smiths would come back. They're a, real, they're a team that'll really just embed themselves for the full four quarters, and they have that capability to be able to sink those super shots. So... Um, look, it got down to that pressure situation and Sophie Fawns had had a great game, a fantastic game leading up to that really sort of last final moment. And I think I, I'm sort of torn. It's like, you know, you like people going, yeah, let's go for it. Let's go for the, the big win sort of thing. But apparently, apparently word on the street was Helen was shouting for that ball from us. So she turned and she delivered to, to her, her leader and, and unfortunately it didn't drop for Helen. So... Um, it means they're under pressure um, this weekend. Yeah, it's something every junior player, I guess, would do, is they'd pass to the senior player. Uh, interesting one, Buttes. Uh, oh, look, I, I'd be interested to get Nerida's thoughts on, as a coach, um, and I know you're probably not able to, you know, pass on the instructions out there as the game's going on or, you know, in the dying seconds, but, you know, how do, do you back your players on this uh, in this situation? Do you go, okay, yeah, we're going for the win and... She's had a big game and whatever else. Well, I think them? I think her numbers in the end were eight from fifteen from two point range. Is that correct, Nerida? <laughs> yeah, is this for, is this Sophie or, or uh, no? Um, that was yeah. Helen from two point range. I think eight from yeah. fifteen. Wasn't having the best game on a two pointers. Now mm. she's normally she normally leads the two pointers for the competition so far. So um, it just wasn't dropping for her. I, I look at they've switched Helen around a little bit and they put her back at, at shooter to have Kelly Singleton out in the first part of the game. And, and I think Helen naturally is a goal attack. So whether that really had an impact on, you know, her form and her rhythm as a shooter, because you get into a rhythm with your, your play and your, and your shot. But um, look, I think as a coach, it's really difficult because at some point you are handing over the reins to the players and they, and they do have to make these decisions. I think the term coach killer is probably what comes to mind at that point. I think Bryony's heart would have, gone up into her mouth at that stage but um, I think also I do know that the Swifts do a, a lot of um, they have a sports psych on board Karen Haddad just does a lot of work with them on simulation training where they work through these sorts of scenarios now I, I guarantee that would have been one of them 
but whether that's something that Sophie's experienced as a newcomer to the team might not be. It might not be something that she's sort of been involved in. Um, it's, hard, it's hard to say, but I do know that they would have prepped as well as they can, but in the heat of a game, you know, like I said, if that was me and I was 18 and I had a Helen Housby behind me screaming for the ball, I'd be throwing it as well. So. <laughs> yeah, ab- absolutely. And it was such a costly loss for the reigning champions because now they've got to win this weekend, uh, you know, in a in the final round of the competition, they need every result to go their way because at the moment Collingwood sit in fourth place on 24, three teams on 20. Uh, it's going to be an incredible final round. But first, I just want to talk to you about another team we love. So the Swifts lose by one, Giants win by one against the Firebirds. And Julie Fitzgerald, congratulations to her team. And, you know, she's got some absolute superstars, including in the shooting circle as well. Uh, look, I think their team just plays to this, this style of game now. This two-point game is just, you know, something that is like, you know, a warm blanket to the Giants because they've got the likes of Joe Harton and Sophie Dwyer that can just thread that, that ball through that post from anywhere. So they know that they've got that strength in those last sort of five-minute brackets with the super shot, and um, I think that's kept them where they are. Um, and they're a team that will just, you know, same as the Swiss, they'll, they'll hang in. They don't go away. Uh, you know, to be frank, I don't think there's any team that goes away this season. Um, but they, they had a, a cracker, and I think for them this weekend, they're really looking to, I think they take on the fire, uh, sorry, lightning this weekend. So they're really looking to secure a home minus semi by doing that. So, um, but I think lightning are going to come at them strong and they'll be ready because they've got nothing to lose. Like, you know, they're, they're ready to throw it all and, and they can battle them as well. They've got a Steph Wood and a Riley Bachelor that can do those two-pointers just as well as Sophie and uh, Joe. So I think that'll be a cracking game. Yeah, I tell you, I, I love Joe Harton and also we love Lauren Moore from the Central Coast out, yeah. of, the, out of the Bado Bay Dolphins. I saw Lauren clocked up 50 Suncorp Super Netball matches with the Swifts and also now with the Giants. And that's a, a fantastic achievement for a young lady from the Central Coast. Uh, Lauren's an amazing player, and it's and she's very worthy of of cracking up that milestone in her in her uh, career. And I, I look, she's not going away. I think she's she's going to be around for a while, and I'm sure we'll see a hundred games from her at some point because she really is a formidable player and someone that's a great asset to any team that she's in. And you know, you have the changeover, the changing of the guards, and you've got an April Brandley that's probably heading towards the back end of her career, and there's a spot there for Lauren to sort of secure in that lineup so yeah it's it's great to see Loz doing really really well I love her as a player she's she's a great asset Nerida going into the final round it appears the Vixens Fever and Giants they're okay uh, Maypies are sitting in fourth spot at the moment on 24 points but there are three teams that are there vying for that you know coveted fourth position how do you see playing out who are we going to see in the take that fourth spot well I, I think um, like Collingwood Oh, they, they could do it. They've, they've had a great uh, season so far, and um, I think they could probably bring the win away this week, but it'll be a big ask for them. I think in the end it'll come come down to those um, those teams that have the points. So it'll be the two points will come straight into play um, for the points for and against to nail it. And, oh, I don't know. I'd love to see the Swifties do something really exciting and, and get in there so that we've got a a giant Swift game next weekend, but um, I reckon, I'm, I, I know I'm going to sit on the fence. It could be anyone's. You could throw it up in the air and anything could land this weekend. So um, it's great for the sport of netball to be able to watch that. Stuff. Yeah, 
I don't want to throw you under the bus, but have you got thoughts? Uh, actually, you can plead the fifth if you like, but I'll ask the question. You know, so And you know what the question is. So the Vixens will finish, well, they're on 44 at the moment. Let's say they win, they finish on 48. There's no doubt they're going to be minor premiers in 2022, and yet it's already been announced that the grand final is heading to the West in 2022. I've never heard so many people disgruntled about a decision, including the Players Association, who said they weren't consulted. So entirely up to you if you want to pass comment. If not, we'll let you go on your merry way in Orange. Look, I think think a sport has become a business. We have to look at it like that when we're trying to run big competitions like Suncorp. So, you know, these people have paid the big dollars to make these decisions. I would never put myself in that position personally. But I I think probably a lot of the chit-chat is around... You know, there's an understanding of the why that it, it needed to happen and that, the you know, it's a good opportunity for the sport to get some funding and, and they are, you know, really recovering from, from the last couple of years of COVID and what that's done to the sport financially as, long, as well as the competition. Um, so there's a bit of chit-chat around that it would have been nicer if there was a different process involved and a lot of people were sort of consulted over it and, and probably the timing for me probably sits a bit... Um, a bit awkward and, and but you know is there ever a good time to make really massive decisions to save a sport and keep it running so um, yeah I, I'll leave that to the people that are paid the big dollars <laughs> to do that but I understand the frustrations from everyone involved because when you're in a season and you're fighting for that home grand final like that's what you want I want the grand final in my home because you've got that little edge I can see that there, that would sort of slip in and be a little frustrating but um how good would it be to win it over in fever against their home crowd? <laughs> yeah, yeah, very diplomatic answer. And, uh, hey, by the way, you in a Mack truck. I could hear the reverse uh, noise going off there. No, just the big Venga bus, mate. Just the Venga bus. <laughs> hey, thanks, so much. thanks so much for joining us. Great to have you back on the show. And uh, good luck to everyone playing in the rugby in Orange this weekend. Thanks so much, fellas. Have a great weekend. Stay warm and um, I'll uh, see you in a few weeks.